Are you totally fine with having clitoral and G-spot orgasms with a partner, but when it comes to doing it on your own, because, you know, maybe you're single or something, you can't figure out why it's so difficult to get turned on and to have a clitoral or even a G-spot orgasm with yourself. Well, in today's episode, you get the opportunity to hear me coach our second anonymous caller who is recently out of a relationship and is wanting to be able to give herself clitoral and G-spot orgasms. Well, this might be annoying to hear, but guess what? It ain't about a tip, trick, or technique on how to do it, my loves. Find out why in today's episode where you're going to hear us really uncover what is at the root of not being able to give yourself the type of pleasure that you really desire. Hmm, I'll give you a hint. It might have something to do with feeling worthy of it, not being afraid of living up to some unrealistic expectation that you have put on yourself, and maybe the reason that it's hard for you to give yourself G-spot and clitoral orgasms is because you just don't love your pussy. So if you have struggled with loving your pussy, and if you've struggled with feeling worthy of pleasure and giving yourself that pleasure, then listen to the episode today to hear how we healed and integrated these aspects of our second anonymous caller's life so she could move forward with actually self-pleasuring to give herself the pleasure she knows in her head that she's worthy and deserving of, but doesn't feel it in her body. Also, I currently have two spots available for private coaching clients in my sex goddess, five months to total freedom in the bedroom program. If you listen to this episode and you're like, holy shit, that was epic. (laughs) Like I need this kind of support. I need this kind of being guided and led through my inner world so I can heal and integrate these parts and pieces of myself and have the kind of pleasure I want to experience too. Well, then this is exactly what you are going to get when you sign up for private coaching with me. All you got to do is head to the link in the show notes to book a call and apply. And we're going to hop on a call and see if it's a good fit for you. And Sex Goddess, five months of total freedom in the bedroom. You will get bi-weekly coaching calls with me for five months. You will get lifetime access to the Sex Goddess member library. And this is the best of both worlds. It doesn't work just to do embodiment practices and breath work. And it doesn't work just to do the deep inner work and healing. You've got to have both. If you want to feel like a sex goddess, to live as a sex goddess, to have the pleasure and the orgasms and all the things that you want in your sex life and relationship, it's going to require that you do the embodiment work, like the JDIG practice, the breath work, the meditations and all that. And it's also going to require that you heal and integrate the parts and pieces of your deep body, mind, and your unconscious mind so that they get on board And that both of these two pieces are working together to create the sex life and the relationship of your dreams. That is what you get when you sign up for Sex Goddess Five Months of Total Freedom in the bedroom. So yeah, there's lots of healers out there that are doing the embodiment work. They're doing the breath work, but they're the healers that need to be healed. They're not doing the inner work for themselves. And then I've got all of the high achieving women who've been to therapy for years and years and years, but they're not actually doing the embodiment work. So they're doing the deep inner healing work sometimes if they're with a a really good therapist, but definitely not all the time. And they're not doing any of the embodiment work. So it really takes both. So if you are ready for the best sex and the relationship of your life, then all you need to do is head to the link in the show notes, book the call and apply, and we will talk about it. 
All right. And one more thing that I really want to point out before you go listen to any of these anonymous coaching sessions is that these sessions are sped up. The long pauses are deleted to make it more easy to hear and listen to. Please know that I'm a somatic coach. So it's really all about going into the deep body mind, into the sensations in the body. And these sessions actually take twice as long as what you're hearing. So what you're hearing, she's not just coming up with this stuff, you know, so quickly, it actually takes a lot of time and focus and attention to get to these deeper parts of herself. So, you know, just so you're aware of what it's actually like, it's much slower than what you're hearing here. Okay, now to the good stuff. This is the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast, the only sex podcast for seven and eight figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world and your host today. So the goal that we're going to work with today is around being able to have a clitoral or G-spot orgasm on your own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. All right, love. So we're going to go through a process. Uh, I'm curious if you have any sticky notes or notepads. Yes. Let me grab one. Okay. So once you get your sticky notes out, I'm going to invite you to write on one, the number one, and then on another one, the number two, and you're going to write the, uh, 10 numbers on 10 different sticky notes. Okay. And when you're done with that, you're going to place them on the floor in a ladder. One to 10 up. Exactly. So you're just going to place them on the floor about six inches apart, maybe a foot apart if you have enough room and it doesn't really matter how far, just, you know, find what works for you. Constructing my ladder. (laughs) Okay. Got my pieces on the floor. Awesome. Okay. We're going to come back to those in just a moment, but I'm curious what, in order to have a clitoral or a G-spot orgasm on your own, what would you need to know to be absolutely true in order for that to happen? What would I need to know to be absolutely true that I can, that it's possible? Okay. What else? I'm capable of giving it to myself I'm capable of like I know my body enough to know what turns me on okay and in terms of Maslow's hierarchy of needs have you ever seen that before yeah okay so when you think about the hierarchy of needs at the bottom is our need for safety and then um, higher up on the needs is like respect right So there's safety, there's love, there's belonging, there's respect. There's several different other ones too. So I'm going to ask you this question again, and I want you to think of it in terms of the hierarchy of needs, right? So what would you need to know to be absolutely true to have a clitoral or a D-spot orgasm? That I'm worthy of pleasure. You're worthy. Hmm? All right, great. So I want to invite you to come to your ladder now. Okay. I want you to just feel inside of your body right now. Maybe you could place one hand on your chest, one hand on your low belly. And just knowing that you have this ladder that represents the numbers one through 10 to your side. Just feeling inside how worthy of pleasure 
do you currently feel where one is not at all and 10 is completely worthy? I feel that is six. Gotcha. And I'm curious if you could just tune into your body and just notice inside at what level on the scale of one to 10 would you need to be at a feeling worthy of pleasure and order to have a clitoral or a G-spot orgasm on your own? Nine. Okay. So I want you to move to the number six. And just taking a moment to really feel inside of your body what it feels like to know that you are worthy of pleasure at a level six on a scale of one to 10. What do you notice? What do you feel inside? feel like I know I'm worthy of more, like logically, um, sensationally, I feel like there's still some shame or guilt that's making it lower. Yeah. And what's the shame or guilt feel like somatically? Like, what are the actual sensations of that that you notice in your body? I feel like heavy energy in my legs. It feels harder to connect to my pussy, to feel it. Yeah, so it sounds like the shame is like a heaviness inside that you carry. Okay. So I want to invite you to see if it feels possible to turn up your internal volume of worthiness to a seven. So if you were to move to the seven on your on your ladder of one to 10, what do you notice happen? Feels more loving, more worth, my heart activation. Yeah. And I'm curious if it feels possible to turn up that even more from a level seven to a level eight of feeling worthy of pleasure. It's a little bit more exciting, a little bit more lighter sensations. Is anything feeling and fear or resistance of this level of worthiness? I feel like I should be a, a 10, like I know I deserve and I'm worthy of pleasure. So what keeps you from being a 10? The action, the like moving it into reality of, of actually, if I feel like I'm a 10, I feel like I should be self-pleasuring a lot more than I am because I am so worthy of pleasure and feeling good. But I don't always act upon it. Yeah. And what keeps you from self-pleasuring? What keeps me from self-pleasuring? I think with what I'm learning right now in, in the pussy book of that self-pleasure always needs to lead, lead to an orgasm. And my idea of what an orgasm is or what I've experienced is just this quick high up and then this kind of down like too much sensation at once. And instead of what it really could be, is this this just a longer experience of pleasure. So what I'm hearing is that what keeps you from self-pleasuring 
And even giving yourself the opportunity to have a clitoral or a G-spot orgasm is an expectation that it has to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is that like to feel that pressure, that expectation? How do you feel that in your body? Like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to live up to the expectations. Yeah. So what is the fear of not meeting the expectation though? That's what I'm curious to explore here, that something keeps you from self-pleasuring because there's something inside that is afraid that you won't live up to the expectation. What is this about? I think the fear is something's wrong with my pussy. Do you believe that? I used to. Mm. Okay. Especially labia. My inner labia is bigger than the other. And my at one point that my vagina looked weird. And that really hurt me. And there's so there's a lot of fear of the looks. Because then he also broke up with me basically because I wasn't his type after it all. So I think there's fear, there's resistance of really owning me my body, how I look, and seeing the worth, seeing the beauty in all of my appearance. Yeah. Well, could you feel that fear inside? And let's just get acquainted with that fear of not living up to someone's expectations and the fear that if I put myself on the line and I become vulnerable and sexually open to someone, then they might deem me as not good enough or not their type or whatever it is. Let's just take a look at that fear for a moment. So what do you notice when you bring your awareness to fear? Like if you could see it in front of you, what do you notice as you look at it? It's like a little devil creature. Yeah. And what does that fear want or need from you in this moment? Forgiveness and acceptance. So does the fear want you to forgive it and to accept it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is the purpose of this fear showing up right now? I feel like it's showing me they're so wounded. There's no healing that needs to be done. What's wounded? What needs to be healed? My relationship with my cousin. Okay. So it sounds like the fear just wants to be accepted. And is that something that you can offer it? Yes. But it feels like it doesn't want it. It's like a snarky, little, sarcastic fear. Uh Uh-huh. Well, when we spend so much of our life trying to get rid of fear or to push it away, to hide it in the closet, right? A lot of times our fear would have that sort of reaction. It makes sense that if we try and ignore and get rid of something for long enough, then if we try and build a relationship with it 
and tell it, I accept you, is probably not going to be very confident that you're actually being real about that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So do you feel that's kind of what's going on with your fear right now? Is this kind of like, uh, I don't know if I actually believe you. And send it some love and acceptance from a distance energetically. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see what happens to fear as you just send it and directly some love and acceptance. Starting to soften a bit. Mm-hmm. And say, you actually love me? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's the fear of my pussy that's there. Tell me more. Like the just the disconnect that I had and then it turned into fear and now it's it's coming up like when I'm giving it love it's like you actually love me but I feel like it's talking from my pussy in my womb of like wow you actually feel this way you're not scared of me you're not scared to explore to feel in here yeah exactly (laughs) When things get loved on, they usually soften, huh? And open up a little bit more. Mm. So what sort of relationship with your fear do you think you could have instead of maybe trying to push it away or not pay attention to it or get rid of it? How might you shift and change your relationship with fear, knowing what you know about it? Fear is something I can appreciate or I can love it or being maybe nervous or scared just because I'm I care but it's not something that needs to stay dormant be pushed away like I can't I don't want to run from fear I don't want to try to avoid it I want to say hey I see you I hear you I love you thank you for showing me this and I want to do it still yeah beautiful so knowing that you can begin to build this relationship with fear of acceptance and love that this fear doesn't actually keep you. It doesn't have to keep you from self-pleasuring, but Mm -hmm. that's just kind of the default, right? Is that, Oh, there's fear. I don't want to touch myself. That's dirty. I might be gross. I might not look the way that I think I should look. Right. So I'm just going to avoid it altogether. Exactly. Yeah. So if instead of just letting that default pattern happen, we could instead notice when the fear comes up and then just inviting and saying, allowing, I accept you. Yes, I get that there's this fear here and I can still self-pleasure. I know I'm beautiful. I know my body is beautiful. I know my vulva is beautiful. I know I'm worthy of pleasure. I can have fear and pleasure. Mm. Yes, I can have fear and pleasure. Yeah. How does that feel? Feels good. Mm-hmm. It's empowering. Yeah. So right now you're at this level eight of feeling worthy of pleasure. So the other day I was riding my bike around and I was just singing a song to myself of how life always provides because I've got fear by my side. <laughs> And I'm thinking in my head, if someone heard me singing this to myself, they would think I was crazy. (laughs) But sometimes having fear by our side 
is the best thing because fear keeps us from doing silly things. It actually keeps us alive, right? Our fear keeps us from running in front of a car. Our fear keeps us from, you know, doing stupid things that would, you know, put our life in danger, right? So we might have this fear there, but it's not something that's necessarily a bad thing. So I'm curious if knowing that fear is just fear, it's neither good nor bad. It just is what it is. Would it be possible to turn up the volume and move from a level eight to a level nine of feeling worthy of pleasure? Yes. And sending love to the fear, but also seeing it transform into something else than this little devil. Mm-hmm. And just be careful. What do you notice in your body? What sensations arise? The energy body is pulsing. Oh, got it. Yeah. Feeling, which feels good as well. It feels good to feel my energy, to feel my body, Mm -hmm. feel my heart. And did you want to see if it was possible to move from a level nine to a 10 of feeling worthy of pleasure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens when you turn up that dial? I can feel her heartbeat. heartbeat. You said you could feel the heartbeat of your pussy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Space here. Yeah. Turning her on again at a full pen. Mm-hmm. I can like visualize a dial in my mind with pleasure and like seeing the knob actually turn. So that's a good visual. For me to connect to, like, I am worthy of a time and it should be at a time. And if it's not, I can practice turning it up again to time. Exactly. Yes. Do you see how you have the power to do that without anything in your life actually changing? Mm-hmm. Yes. That you being worthy of pleasure isn't ever something that's going to come from outside of you. It's just a state of being. And you have the power to turn up that dial at any point. Mm-hmm. It's my power. Yeah. So what would your life look like if you lived at this level of worthiness? More joyful, more connected, taking action on my goals with her internal guidance. She's on, fully on, fully worthy, making time for connection, exploring my pleasure, what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Yeah. Well, what supports you to experience this level of worthiness in your life? Remembering that I'm in control, that I decide I'm worthy of pleasure. No one else can decide that for me. But this is a mental, this is a a feeling, an emotion, is in my control. That I'm not looking outside. 
for pleasure. And what does it feel like in your body? So when you came on here, you said, I know I'm worthy of pleasure, but you didn't actually feel it. So I want you to notice what that really feels like, like the somatic signature of worthiness in your body. Feel this really rooted feeling, like being really home in my body, feeling living in my root, in my sacral chakra. Yeah, feeling rooted and at home in your body, being embodied. Yeah. Living here in a body that's worthy of pleasure. Yeah, so taking as long as you need to let that sink in and for that process to integrate. And you're whenever you're ready, just coming back to the screen. How was that for you? Really good. What did you learn? I learned that I'm absolutely 100% worthy of pleasure. And the fear... And not feeling worthy stop me from experiencing or doing a lot of things in my life. And that I can have any of those experiences that I want because I am worthy, inherently worthy. I deserve to receive pleasure from myself and from other people. And acting from this place of, of confidence, confidence from a deep-rooted worth is my is is within me yeah <laughs> so i could have just gotten on here and said oh you don't have clitoral and g-spot orgasms how about just go try this technique what would have happened you never would have did it because you mm -hmm. had a block to self-pleasuring in the first place because there's a fear right mm -hmm. and this is why those things don't work right just telling someone to take the tool or the technique and go do the thing they're never going to do it or they'll do it and then they'll give up because it didn't work immediately or there are too many, there's too much resistance that comes up to even do it in the first place. Right. So it's often these things such as our fear or any other emotion like shame or even guilt, which did come up for you too, but I had a feeling that wasn't quite it. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. we discovered that it was the fear from uh, your experience with your past boyfriend. And I would imagine probably from some of the earlier traumas you've experienced in your life as well. So yeah, uh, what would be a next action step for you to take at this point, now that you know what you know about yourself to be able to have the clitoral and the G-spot orgasm on your own? I feel like exploring and feeling excited about it, about feeling pleasure that it's like, ooh, I get to feel pleasure. I get to connect to myself. It's not something that has that fearful or resistant energy. It's something that's exciting and, and more light. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's what you get to do. <laughs> <laughs> connect and love. Yeah, beautiful. So in terms of techniques or whatever to move forward, you know, learning how to self-pleasure. I know part of your desire is to figure out what it is that I want and like, and what works for me, because this is not something I figured out on my own yet, only with a partner. 
So definitely JDEG practices are the next step for you. Doing an intentional JDEG practice, I have that. Have you started JDEG at all? I used to have one a couple of years ago, and it's a really funny, unfortunate and funny story, but I was wearing it and I forgot and I was in a public bathroom. And it, Not it the came. first time I've heard that. <laughs> so I don't have it anymore. This was like probably like four months ago, but I was starting to use it and just feel it in and like do some tightening and like contract, expand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Squeezing and releasing. Yeah. Well, that would be my suggested next step for you is to actually spend intentional time self-pleasuring. Um, this is, you know, you're, you're a youngin, so you still, your body is actually just now finishing developing sexually. So you're in a really good time and create the, that wiring that you want to have. And if you self-pleasure in an, in an intentional way, uh, without the goal of orgasm. So you said at the beginning that that's a lot of the hangup is the expectation and the feeling that it has to look a certain way. So JDEG is all about not giving a fuck about what orgasm you have or whether you feel any pleasure at all. It's really about taking time with your body to tune in and listen and then letting the pleasure arise in whatever way it wants to arise. And if you have an orgasm, freaking awesome. If you don't, oh, well, it doesn't matter. That's not what it's about. So this is where you can take the pressure off because there is none, right? And that's what's mm-hmm. so great about intentional self-pleasure is that who cares if you don't have an orgasm, you know? <laughs> it's not like there's a partner whose ego is going to be bruised if you don't, right? True, true. Yeah. It's just time to feel. Yeah, exactly. So is that something you could commit to doing? Yeah, I'm a, I feel ready to buy another one. Okay, great. Awesome, my love. All right. So if you were listening to that whole thing, and you were like, hot damn, Tilly, I need this sort of thing. This is like the biggest thing that I have going on in my system is not feeling worthy of pleasure, not being able to even get myself to the point of self-pleasuring because I've got all these other blocks and resistances coming up. You see now how it's not about just doing the thing. You can't like force yourself into these things because it's just going to backfire. It's going to make all of your efforts, all the things you've tried before be completely unfruitful. So a lot of times it requires that we go deep into the body mind to heal and integrate these parts and pieces. All right. So just as a reminder, I have two spots currently open for private clients and my sex goddess, five months to total freedom and the bedroom program. All you got to do is apply at the link in the show notes. And this is the type of support that you will get with me when you sign up for that program. All right. Hope to see you there.